Yo, what's good, Finns fans? We're back uh, after a, a nice win against the Jets. Uh, I'm going to go over the the win against the Jets and then talk a little Commanders, get you ready for the for the game on Sunday. How are you, Ryan? Oh, I'm hanging in there, man. How about you? Yeah, about the same. You know, feeling a lot better than the last time we talked. Yeah, that's good. You sound better. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, you know... Um, you know, first and foremost, unfortunately, even though we did get that win, we lost, uh, you know, probably one of the leaders of our defense, Jalen Phillips. Um, so that hurt pretty bad. Um, other than that, you know, I, the defense was stifling. The offense looked okay. Um, you got any thoughts on the game? Yeah, um, probably about – or um, I feel probably about the same as I felt um, – with that Raiders win here prior to this one. Um, again, our defense showed up. Um, our offense had, it looks like two or through two picks. And I believe they were like back to back drives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, if we can just control these offensive turnovers and just continue playing our style of football, I mean, we can, continue to uh win moving forward i think yeah my thoughts on the two interceptions are two things first i was really surprised to see him throw back to back interceptions because typically two is one of the best quarterbacks in history coming off of a turnover so he has a very good track record to you know drive the ball and score after a turnover it's kind of his thing um even though he says it doesn't let him it bother him when he has a turnover these days i tend to think um it does bother him but it does you know bring his level of play up Mm -hmm. a little bit but my other thought is you know the more i see these turnovers by Tua, not the fumble um, and I know he has a couple fumbles charged to him that were really on the running backs, not, you know, f- carrying the ball or, you know, taking the ball incorrectly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But my thought on those is almost it's like a product of the offense more than it is a product of him making a mistake. So they a lot of it is based on timing and being at a certain spot on the field, you know, sometimes you do see a player make a good play. You know, I think, um, you know, the first interception, the pick six, he didn't really, I don't think he took the time to look over there before he made that check down. I think he just assumed he was going to be able to get the ball over there. And the second one was kind of just, you know, the guy beat Tyreek to the ball. Um, DJ Reed beat the guy to the or beat Tyreek to the ball, but sometimes like the Waddle interception, for example, he expected Waddle to take carry that upfield more, and Waddle used, you know, his um, knowledge of the game to bring it, flatten it out a little bit. And Tua had already released the ball, so I think sometimes the receivers need to know they kind of just need to run the route no matter what look they're given because Mm -hmm. that ball is coming out so quick. So yeah, I think I mean, out of the 10 interceptions, you know, seven of them, eight of them probably have a lot to do more with the way the offense is constructed and the timing than it does to a making a mistake. 
Yeah, I mean, as we both know, I think he's uh, the fastest quarterback to throw the ball um, as far as time in the pocket goes. And I just think sometimes he's just too quick, you know. Um, and they do have, like, one of the fastest offenses. But like you said, sometimes he just has to take that extra half a second and just, like, look again or however the hell they they do it. You know, I mean, I'm not a, a – a, a, NFL quarterback, so I have no idea what goes through through their 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 heads play by play. Yeah, I mean, Tua gets flack for not reading defenses, not going through his progressions, which I don't think is true. But what I do think is like he is able to get it to his first read so often. Um, at Alabama, they kind of said, you know, this is a play for Waddle, this is a play for Devonta Smith, this is a play for whoever, and you know what I mean, whoever he was throwing the ball to. Um, and they kind of took turns. They, I saw a doc, like a, a video that Waddle put, like during a, um, an interview, he said, you know, they would kind of take turns who was going to score that drive. You know, that's how good that offense was. Yeah. Um, you know, and then this offense, he's got, you know, the fastest, the fastest receivers in the game. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it really just comes down to the fact that, you know, he rushes the ball out sometimes because, you know, if you don't get the ball there, as soon as that receiver turns around on some of these routes, then it gives the defender time to jump in front of it and he's kind of got to eat it. And then also the offensive line is so beat up, dude, he's just trying to get the ball out. So I don't love to see the, you know, 2.2 to 1 Inter- touchdown interception ratio but at the same time i think there's a lot more that goes into it than um him just being neg- negligent with the ball yeah and um i mean just on paper our offense kind of blew those guys out i mean looking on the jets side here they had 130 pat or yeah uh it looks like Tim Boyle threw for 179 yards, but I mean their their run game only had 29 yards. I mean we we were our our defense these two games, man, have they've just been on fire. Dude, dude, Delvin Cook had one carry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what is that? I mean, I'm seeing Brees Hall seven touches for 25 yards, and other than that, I mean it's it's two yards and two yards. Yeah, he had seven receptions and seven carries. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that on my running back. You know, like you know, and then on that flip side of things, we ran the ball 37 times for 167 yards, and I don't even believe Tua attempted a pass in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, the game did start off a little bit slow. It kind of picked up in in the second quarter. Um, you know, obviously capped off by that Javon Holland 99-yard um, hell, hell Mary um, touchdown. So that was nice to see um, finally um, seeing Javon get his hands on a ball. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was really um, impressed with one person o- – in particular in the running back room and um, kind of goes to show you that, you know, no matter who's toting the rock for the dolphins, you know, they have an opportunity to have a productive day. Um, Jeff Wilson looked Jeff like Wilson. he, yeah. 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 I know you said something to me about Jeff Wilson. I'll let you talk about that, but like, I just thought it for, you know, he was um, almost Cleveland last year level this game. I know he didn't get quite the, you know, the amount of yards he did in that game, but 
you know, I was very impressed with him. Yeah, he's just this last game. I mean, he was just super explosive out of the backfield. I mean, and once he he gets going, I mean, he's just gone. Um, he had eleven carries for fifty six yards, um, and then Mostert twenty carries, ninety four yards. But yeah, I think even with less touches, Jeff Wilson had a better game than uh, Raheem did. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Like he, you know, he had a couple games last year, 16 for 72, four and a half yards of carry against the Jets also in the week 17 game, week 18 game. And then 17 for 119 against Cleveland um, earlier that, that year. You know, I think he shows the ability to, um, you know, run between the tackles, you know, be that thumper. Um, he can catch the ball efficiently out of the backfield too. So it's not that he does, he doesn't, you're not losing anything with him on the field um, compared to Raheem or Devon. You just, the only thing is he's not as fast, but you don't necessarily need that all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you need that guy that's going to hit you in the mouth coming through the line of scrimmage. And that's kind of what Jeff gives you. Um, so I was happy, very happy to see him get going in this game, and I hope that can continue because I think he does deserve um, more more carries for sure. Yeah, this game, uh, it just seemed like Raheem had a hard time getting through that uh, Jets defensive line there, you know. I mean, he had a lot of, I don't know, two, three, four, five-yard carries uh, where it just seemed like J- Jeff Wilson was just uh, weaseling his way right, right through that defense for most of the game yeah it seems like Raheem he's a very um momentum based running back so Mm -hmm. he's not going to break that initial tackle typically at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage um I think you see he's an easy tackle back there yeah but it's once he gets up to speed and then you try to tackle him that's when he's bouncing off people and and making people miss um so it's very key for him to get on the outside you know he had that nice 34 yard run where he scored a touchdown at the end of the game um but i think you know in, in general he needs to have momentum where jeff wilson's kind of that power back almost yep comparatively yeah um you know another thing i like to see finally Finally, Waddle gets going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he had uh, more yards this game than Tyreek did, which is, I believe, something we haven't seen all year. So, Yeah, I mean, um, we've been waiting for this all year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He did yep. have that big game against the Patriots, um, which I, you know, obviously acknowledge. Um, but for some reason, you know, this felt different. Um, it felt like finally we were getting some of that equal target share that we were looking for that we've been looking for all season. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Tyreek got the ball one more time for uh, 11 less yards or 12, 12 less yards. But I mean, he went out with that uh, hand injury. I believe it was, or no, that was uh, the Raiders. Jesus. What am I talking about? Um, did he not get banged up during the, Yeah, no, he did his ankle. He hurt ankle, his ankle. ankle. Yeah. Yeah. On that long ball that, um, you know, DJ Reed kind of just wrapped his ankle up. Yeah, but his just, hand is definitely still bothering him. Yeah, uh, it just seems like every game he enjoys giving us Finns fans a a, a a small stroke or just uh, getting our blood pressure going more than it 
already is watching these games every week, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think the hand thing is, has some, you know, I think he thought he broke his hand, um, according to the hard knocks. You yeah. Know, episode. Yeah. And it, it was funny to, uh, to uh, see, uh, one of their, um, medical staff was like, man, like, I'm glad that you're built different reek. And I couldn't, uh, agree with, with him more. I mean, it seems like he just fights through all of these small, uh, injuries that he has and still is on track for that 2000 yard season, which would be awesome to see. <laughs> yeah. I hope he gets it done, you know, prior to week 18. Yeah. That way you don't have to hear about, Oh, he uh, did it in one extra, game. one extra game. Yeah. 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 So I think that that's going to be, um, you know, important. And I think he has the opportunity to, to do that this, you know, to really add to his, his yardage this week, but we'll get mm-hmm. into that in a minute. Um, overall, offense looked pretty good. Tua had a good first half until the last two drives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd like to see a, a bounce back game from him. You know, I also, you know, I think he typically has a kind of a, you know, up like he he obviously starts the year hot this two years in a row, and then you kind of see a little bit of a down. You know, I want to see him playing his best football December and January and hopefully February. So I'm not worried about it yet. But, you know, once we get past the Jets for the second time and we got to go to Baltimore and then play Dallas at home, that's where I would like to see him prove that he deserves that contract that he's up for after this season. Yeah, for sure. Um, Defensively, um, I think you saw a – Probably the best performance of the year, I would say. One of the best. Obviously, we were going up against Tim Boyle and a beat-up O-line for the Jets. But, you know, you got to beat who you're playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we were able to sack the guy seven times. And it seems like it wasn't just one guy that was applying that that pressure. I mean, we had how many guys here? Uh, Jalen Phillips a sack. Christian Wilkins, too. Um, Deshaun Hand, one sack. Agba, Sealer, uh, Raekwon Davis. I mean, a lot of guys were just killing this dude, which is great to see. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, with obviously we touched on Jalen Phillips going down. Um, he We won't have him for the rest of the year. Um, <clears throat> you want to see your two interior guys, Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer, continue to get that pressure. And then you want to see get Van Ginkle and Agba step up take over that role yeah. for for Jalen Phillips. I think what you're going to miss more than anything with Jalen Phillips is his run defense and his pursuit. Um, I don't know how many times you see him or Christian Wilkins 20, 30 yards down the field making a tackle. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's, that's what you're going to miss more than the pass rush. You know, obviously Jalen Phillips was coming out. He had six sacks in the last five games. Um but what really hurts is his his motor and his run defense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we did sign Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, I know he's an older guy, some veteran leadership. Uh, I believe he won a Super Bowl with the, the Buccaneers. Um, so, you know, it's just a rotational guy. You know, hopefully he's he's got something up his sleeve, a little bit left in the tank for us um, for this late season push. Um, but, you know, I I I really just, you know, I want to see a, a solid rotation, but I, I don't want to see that drop off this week. Um, 
you know, hopefully the morale is high for, for Jalen Phillips. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, I don't know if you want to start on this Washington game coming up or if you had other things you wanted to touch on. No, I was trying week. to segue into yeah. here. I mean, it seems like Sam Howell, I mean, he either goes out there and, and plays fairly well or um, he kind of flops. I mean, coming from what is this his rookie year maybe or did they uh, well, sign it, him or something I, yeah. I i don't know uh much about this team to be honest with yeah. you yeah this is his second year uh he played one full game last season uh the final game of the year and then he got the opportunity to be a starter for the year this year yeah and i mean that 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 one game against fit um the eagles there they almost beat him in overtime I mean, it's it's any given Sunday, dude. So I'll be interested to see how we perform um, against these guys. I'm not a hundred percent how productive their their defense is. I know on paper, uh, like I've said in previous weeks, we should w- win this game. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, he is leading the league in. Um, passing right now, just past Tua, um, but he has about a hundred more attempts than Tua. Mm-hmm. So they do they do sling the rock around. Now here's the thing with Sam Howell, um, he's the most sacked quarterback in the league. He has 13 interceptions of his own, um, and you know their run game is decent at best. You know what I mean? So um, this is what I'm saying: like the defensive line has to find that way to stay productive because this is a team that is going to allow you to pad your stats. Um, he's on pace to, I think, be sacked the most out of any quarterback in NFL history. Wow. Um, and I think he's on pace to throw for over 5,000 yards at the same time. So, um, you know, Eric B coming over from Kansas city. Um, I think he is proving to you that he is a pass first, um, coordinator even though you know they have a really good running back in in brian robinson um who is averaging four yards a carry right now with five touchdowns you know um running the ball so um, yeah and i, I think you, they they strive to find some more balance in their in their offense yeah and you can't forget about scary terry either i mean yeah he's he's good man he you know they have a decent skill group position you know what i mean right like it just seems like they need that that solid guy to just throw him the ball more, you know. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the pressure in Sam Howell's face. Yeah, yeah. Um, because Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson is is a hell of a trio, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it surprises me. You know, it well, it doesn't surprise me because they're productive. They're they're doing their thing this year. Um, but you know, if it wasn't for the fifty-five sacks, and I think that's the headline for the Washington Commanders, is that they just can't keep Sam Howell upright and they're mm-hmm. prone to turnovers. Um now obviously, you know, defensive line versus their beat up offensive line, which is not very good. And then our secondary versus their receivers is obviously the key matchups of the game. Um, I do like, obviously, I'm going to take Jalen Ramsey, X, Javon Holland, Cater Kohu, Deshaun Elliott um, every day of the week. Yeah. Because they've proved it this year that they can they can be that, that unit. Um, but I think going into Washington, I am curious to see 
uh, what the weather is going to be. I'm going to look that up while I'm talking here. Yeah, I'm seeing it's supposed to be 46 and kind of overcast. So Okay, I was thinking maybe they were going to have a um, a tough weather game, which would have been interesting for sure. Right, I mean, who knows what can change in, in, in these four days, you know, I mean, <laughs> weather-wise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, you know, they have a good skills, skill group position. Um, but I think we have an opportunity to heat up Sam Howell and continue, um, to get some turnovers. Um, I'm looking right now at this. Let's see daily. Curious to see what the precipitation chances are for them. Of course, there's an ad. Yeah, I mean, just to touch on our offense here going into this next game, I would just love to see an opening drive six points, you know. Um, <laughs> You're it seems like the table for that. See, yeah, dude, it just seems like the last few games, I mean, like you said earlier, we just start off slow, and then I start to get a little nervous because I feel like these, I mean, that Raiders game was way too close for my comfort. I mean, we put up 34 points against the Jets, but I don't want to go into this game again and kind of turn into that late first half, second half team, you know? Yeah, it does. It does get taxing, you know, because in the beginning of the year, we had a lot of games after the Chargers game where we, you know, we weren't really having to sweat it out too, too much. Mm-hmm. And then lately, <clears throat> like you said, you know, having trouble with that opening script has been a real a real thing for them um yeah it doesn't look like there's much chance for rain which is good um i think they need to really come out of the gates hot running the ball um and just take that pressure off you know i i like the jets game for example he threw the ball i think over 20 times in the first half and Mm -hmm. then only 10 times in the second half you know, obviously that has a lot to do with game script, but I would love to see a little bit more balance there where that way, you know, you don't run into those situations where he's turning the ball over two times in the first half and, you know, grind grind them down a little bit prior to halftime. Yeah, I mean, because going into the last half of the regular season here, I mean, our last three games, those are three teams that can put up a lot of points on – the offensive side like fairly quickly you know um so i don't want to go into those late season games and have to worry about making some stellar comeback in the second half you know Um, yeah you're not going to get that you're not going to get that a hundred times no no in a lifetime you know so that for example like what happened against the the ravens you know Mm -hmm. um to touch on the defense for the commanders they have a deron Payne. And Jonathan Allen at defensive tackle, both really, really good players. But they did trade away, you know, Montez Sweat to the Bears. They traded away um, Chase Young to the 49ers. So their edge probably leaves a little bit to be desired. Uh, but the interior interior of their D-line is very good, which isn't necessarily a bad thing for Miami, being that they like to press, press the edges Um in the run game for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now their cornerbacks, um, Kendall Fuller, um, and they also have um, Emmanuel Forbes, who is a rookie. Um, 
at corner, which I, you know, I could see possibly some inexperience for the Washington commanders coming into play here. Um, overall, like you said, I do expect a win. Um, I do expect Miami to be able to get to that 30 point mark. Um, with that being said, Washington has shown um, the ability to score 30 points as well. Um, and against good defenses, yeah. defenses, they, they scored 35 against the Broncos. They scored um, 31 against Philly the first time. They scored 31 against Philly the second time. You know what I mean? Um, 26 against Seattle. So I, I they do show that ability to score points. Um, so Miami is going to have to continue their trend scoring points as well. Um, I could see this game being a 33-21, you know what I mean, 33-24. Um, but I do think Miami does need to find a way to get that that 30 to 30 to 40 mark um, to feel comfortable in this game. Yeah, um, I'll take that. I mean, seems like Sam Howell, he's kind of a gunslinger, uh, fits magic kind of QB stat-wise. So uh, it'll be interesting to see this matchup. Yeah, and, and and you see them get blown out by Dallas on Thursday. The week before that, though, <clears throat> you see them lose to the Giants at home. Um, <laughs> you know, the Giants are not a good team. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the kind of up and down you see. They play their division opponent, the Eagles, really tough, and then they lose to Chicago, and they lose by 34 to the Bills, and mm-hmm. then they – you know what I mean? So – uh, Miami has a chance to go in there and, and definitely win this game. Um, but like you said, uh, I'd like to see a fast start yep. this time. Um, last thing before we get out of here for the week, um, you know, this is a must win for Miami. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. Um, this week, next week, Monday night against the Titans and the following week against the Jets at home. You gotta be you gotta be an eleven win eleven and three win team coming out of that December seventeenth game against the Jets because you gotta find a way to win one if not two you know okay I'll put it this way you gotta win one of either the Cowboys or at the Ravens which you don't love either of those matchups no no because both those teams are very hot right now. <clears throat> but you got to find a way to win one of those, I think. And then you put yourself in the position where week 18, it doesn't matter what happens. Now the bills do have a bye week this week and then go play Kansas city in Kansas city. The following week, they could end up burying themselves, but also if you win a division, you don't necessarily want to be the four seed because then you got to play the five seed. Um, the first wild card, um, even though it's a home game, I'd love to see them be in the position where they could rest their starters uh, week 18 against the Bills, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the next three Bills games, I mean, you got at Kansas City, home against Dallas, and then at um, the Chargers. I mean, they have a tough three-game stretch. They are, are they, they will be coming off a bye week, like you just said, but I mean, not to talk about the Bills here for more than five seconds, but I think they're kind of in shambles right now, and that's all I have to say <laughs> about that, dude. Well, well, I gotta say about that. Let's put it this way: they have six losses right now. Okay, they play who? Kansas City? Who? Uh, at Kansas City, home against Dallas, at Chargers. Okay, so 
if they lose one of the Kansas City Dallas games, that puts them at seven losses. If Miami can win the next three games, which they should, they will have three losses and only three games left. I would say if they win that month that game against the Jets, they would clinch the AFC East. I'll take that. Yep, exactly. A hundred <laughs> times out of a hundred times. But now you're playing for seeding. You know what I mean? So if you can right. beat even okay, the Dallas game not so important. It's NFC AFC. Mm-hmm. You know, the win is nice. But if you lose that game, you kind of put yourself in a half to win position at the Ravens for seeding. And then you can put yourself in a position where you can sit your starters week 18 and not worry about that injury thing. But, you know, at the same time, you could find yourself still needing to win that game against Buffalo when they could come into town trying to spoil or trying to get into the wild card themselves. So, like I said, the next three games got to be when they have to win these next three games. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they got to find a way to split the Cowboys Ravens um, and put themselves in position to um, not have to worry about the Bills game. Hopefully we'll see, Um, you know, but like I said, they could clinch the AFC East by December 17th. If the Bills lose one more time and they win out. So, you know, that's something that we haven't talked about in a long, long, long time. Even in 2008, they didn't clinch until the last week week of the year, you know. So, mm-hmm. with a Tom Brady list freaking Patriots um, beating Brett Favre in the <laughs> in the Meadowlands there. Yeah. So, um, that's all I got for, or that's all we got for you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, try to squeeze two pods in so we don't have to go um, talk about two games in one. Um, but you know how life is. So. Um, Other than that, I don't got much else. I just get fins up, man. Yeah, fins up, dude. See ya. See ya.